0: Are we ready? I guess not. Welcome to episode three of the Rogue Ones podcast, where each week we go through popular topics, critique, and debate all things entertainment. Thanks to all of you who showed us love on in our Instagram stories. Please do it again this week. Share with the world how you're listening to Rogue Ones. Post it to your Instagram stories and tag us at Rogue Ones underscore podcast. And use the hashtag, hashtag Rogue Ones podcast. We're looking for that 24-hour ad on your socials. This past week, we released episode two of the podcast. If you missed out, don't worry. You can go ahead and listen to it on the link on our Instagram page. And don't miss this Friday for our weekly gaming sessions at 6 p.m. Central Time. You can watch and join in by the link on our Instagram page. Thanks for joining us. I'm Josiah Brown. Joining me today on the show is B-Rob, a.k.a. Brandon Robinson and Chris Duke. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. We Episode three was good. Let's get it. We are it here. Is hot boys season. City girls and Hydro taking the hell this summer. You yeah. already know what's going on. Y'all down
2: 14 in the 4th Y'all not coming back from this one. (laughs) Not coming back from this one. Tell the truth, Chris. Tell the truth, Chris. I'm just going to we talk about what's hot. Go ahead, tell me what's hot right now, Brandon, on the music scene.
1: Hey, like I told y'all last week about Dreamville. It happened. They delivered. It went down last Thursday, basically Friday morning. They delivered. dropped some Mm -hmm. heat. We're going to talk about our favorite songs off of it. I'm going to start off with my top three. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Rembrandt, Run It Back, featuring my boy Vince Staples. I'm going to go, I still still like Down Bad, and then I'm going to go Costa Rica. Those songs are the hardest in my opinion. All
2: right. I did did like those songs. Mine, I'm going to go with Under the Sun because the baby killed that bird. Top tier right there. That was top tier for me. Uh, sunset, y'all like know him and young movie. I like to play on that song, and then I probably have to say, I'm gonna have to go with Brandon, I'm gonna go with Down Bad. I still rock with that song, that's one of the hottest tracks on there, too. Another track where everyone does murder their with no remorse for human life, pretty much.
0: So, so I guess I gotta be the different one here. So, I'm gonna say PTSD, Ooh, got me, and then Lambo Truck, just because you know, I'm a fan of Reason a little bit, so oh, I, yeah. I really must yeah, wow. got me got with Ari Lennox you. on that
1: mug. Like, I like Ari Lennox. Mm-hmm. So she, hard. Mm-hmm. she hard, she hard. Features slides. Uh, facts. Well, who is like out of the whole project? Either, either they could be like on the Dreamville collaborative, or they could just be like a guest verse. Like who had like the most standout like verses? The baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to say the baby. I don't yeah. I don't know. Like I, I feel like Jid had the most, but like he he stood out the most because he was on the most songs and he spazzed mm-hmm. on everything. That's right. Like on um, what was it? On Rambar Run running back. Like this man's full blown su- Southern accent came out. Like I was <laughs> shook.
2: <laughs> but at the same time, you're right. He was snapping on every song he was on. But
1: yeah,
2: he was on damn near every song. So it's like. By, by the by, by default, he gonna stand out. The baby was on there on one song, <laughs> yeah. bro. I had that verse. Yeah, Made memo- his impression known. <laughs> that verse memorized. I ain't gonna hey, but
1: it. I ain't gonna hold you like a, a few other standout uh I guess verses I heard was by Ski Mask on Costa Rica and mm. Mez. I, I did not hear I did not know who Mez was prior to this Dreamville tape. And like um I think he had the verse before Jid. And he yeah. had the ones like, get in the chair, get out of the chair, look in the mirror, see what you're the pair. I was like, oh, shoot, whose <laughs> man is this? Who is this man? I forgot about uh, 1993.
2: Also, that's my jam on there, too. Shout out, Smino. Yeah, we on the map.
1: Stand,
2: Stand up. up. <laughs> that was nice. uh, running back, that was cool, too. If, they, if we had to go more, I put that in my top five. We did a top five. That was the top track. Yeah, Dreamville was probably the hardest
1: thing that came out this week. Um. Let's see. Lil Nas X is going what 13, 14 weeks is being number one. Oh, Chris Brown it. got the second week a number one album with he's Indigo. So hey, it, he, he charting right now. I I actually gave Indigo seat, like another listen. I like it more than I did the first time, but it's still like too many songs. Like it's this song Red on there that got like this hard guitar sample or uh, this guitar solo. This is like hella dope, but other than that, it's been a slow week, uh like a slow weekend music. So, That's true. we're going to see what's That's coming true. out this weekend. Everybody, right? Pre- everybody preparing for their summer, their summer anthems, and, and as it, it should be.
2: I mean, we already got some summer anthems out here, so it's gonna be hard to top. Yeah. But we on to the most lit part of the show, where we kick off in these arguments. Oh, I'll lie. Lie. Later on today, but I'm gonna start off with the NBA because the glory days are coming back for my boys, man. The glory days are back. The Lakers, so, why? Who did I have two people as living proof right now? They're actually on the podcast right now with Joe and Brandon. When I said the Lakers' plan B will still be more lit than half the League's plan A. Am I right or am I wrong, boys?
0: Man, ain't lying. You was I right. Ain't. I, was right. I don't like to admit it, but you was right.
2: We got that boy Boogie. We got that boy Danny Green. We got that boy, Qu- we got Killer. I'm not even about to go down the list. Y'all know who we got. We got Killers. And we about to run it in the West next year. But the surprise of free agency was Kawhi bamboozling my boys. <laughs> <laughs> and going to the Clippers. What it do, baby? <laughs> I am a Paul. How dare you come to our city? Our building. <laughs> yeah. Our boarding. How? And then you recruit a Paul George. And then the fact that the Thunderbird said, OK, we'll give them to you. That's how you know they're against us. But it's cool, though. It's cool. So my boy's run the down. battle of LA. It's the battle of LA now. The battle of LA has begun. But I'm going to tell you what. They see us in the seven game series in them playoffs. It ain't going to be pretty for them. It ain't going to be pretty.
0: I mean, yeah. they're looking at a defensive roster over there, though.
1: Yeah. yeah, three it's people it's locked down season.
0: Three three people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I count four. Patrick Beverly, Paul George, and Kawhi with the lockup. <laughs> Montrez, you locking up A D? <laughs> he gonna try. He he's not gonna succeed. I tell you that. He already put a 30 piece on him. Oh look, it <laughs> and then we got Boogie off the bench.
0: What's up? Yes,
1: yeah, man. This man, this man Boogie, been a lost call since, since Sacramento, my guy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't calling him a lost call when he was putting up 16 in the
1: finals. It was yeah, a rarity. That was at the other day.
2: It was yeah. a rarity.
1: This man yeah. will give you four points, or he'll give you 16 or 20. You never know with that man. Hey, roll the dice. You only need him to,
2: <laughs> <you don't laughs> to get eight.
1: <laughs> oh. But so that, how do how do we see this uh this Nets this Nets uh you know culmination coming together with Kyrie and Durant? Uh, I think this year, I mean, I give the Nets
2: a playoff this year. The East is pretty weak. Like the East is
1: mm-hmm.
2: weak, so this is the, about it. We'll run this year, but definitely next year if the East still look like what it does now. Oh yeah, they're running the tables for like two or three years then.
1: Yeah, I, low key. Even though this was this happened before, like free agency started kicking off. My favorite move probably was Mike Conley to the Jazz because the Jazz kind of stacked low-key. I think it's not really a slept on team, but they got pieces. They got pieces, in my opinion. Like They got, obviously, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Brogdon. No, I'm sure, but they all got Brogdon. Uh, The the foreign dude, what's his name? Uh,
0: Bogdanovic
1: Bogdanovic, or whatever. And then they obviously got the two-time defensive player of the year down low. I don't feel like deserve the, the award, but that's okay. It's none of my
2: business. <laughs> I'm, I kind of see them as like a Memphis Grizzlies part two. They're kind of built similarly to how those Memphis Grizzlies teams were when they made playoff. Yeah. So if they get lucky, the early they possibly can make maybe a deep run. I don't see them going to the finals or anything, especially with like we said, the Battle of L.A. going on. It's gonna be kind of hard. Right. But
1: I just appreciate Kawhi. You know. Pulling the Thanos card and bringing balance to the
2: league. <laughs> Look, man. Listen, I mean, I'm not mad at Kawhi, honestly. I'm cool with what he did. I'm just not cool with the bamboozlement here. <laughs> I'm not cool with the bamboozlement. I'm really not okay with this. Like, he really had me not living my life for like four days just in case the news broke. Like, I'm not okay with it.
1: <laughs> Shit, it was longer than four days. I'm pretty sure it was almost a week. I want my week back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he owe, he owe you all time and money, but it's okay. He got banded from uh, an L.A. diner or something, so y'all got that. Fact, bro. Yeah, it was fast. It was like,
2: hey, bro, <laughs> you, you coming to Hoop today? I was like, hey, bro, Kawhi might say something. I can't risk it.
0: <laughs>
2: we, <laughs>
1: the streets but, was talking. They would just
2: give you the wrong message. I mean, the streets were half right. Some of my sources, you know, near and dear to me got it right. Like I said, he ended up in L.A., It just (laughs) yeah, alongside of LA, that's on him. But the next domino to fall here in this grand scheme of the NBA is Russell Westbrook. Who who gets Russell Westbrook in the end? Is it the Bulls? Is it the Heat? Is he going to end up in a Thunder jersey again next year? We just going to see this man rack up triple doubles and another MVP possibly.
0: Uh, I just feel like whoever about to trade for him this man gonna put up 50, 10 and 17 and still be hurt because he's still gonna be losing and getting blown out by 20 like, so I feel like he needs another superstar regardless of where he needs to go to what does it take
2: to win what does he have to do His, his the way he plays is not
1: stop worrying about man. stats
0: I mean yeah exactly this man over here patting like, stats into the championship
1: Westbrook has been like one of my favorite point guards for the longest of time but like this man ain't going to win no championship. <laughs> he got to change his play style. I think it comes down
2: to, like, winning the rec- – what it takes to win in the regular season isn't the same as what it takes to win in the playoffs. So his play style is perfect for regular season because it actually does right. wins if you do, like, the numbers about his triple-double. Mm-hmm. But in the playoffs, you can't just be that one-man wrecking crew, for real. Right. effort out here. At the same time, I don't want to call him a one-man wrecking crew if he's, like, filling up every stat category. Like, if you're getting assists, you're clearly not doing it all by yourself. Somebody else is scoring, but it's at the same time, it's more so just him than everyone else.
1: Right. His usage rate really is crazy. Like, he just got to, I feel like he'd be wearing himself out more than anything.
2: Yeah, because how old, how old is Russ? He probably, he got to be getting close to 30. Yeah, I think he is 30. Mm. You You're gonna see how long that play style lasts, but I really don't know what he has to do. Yeah, I honestly,
1: either. I see him in a, in a Thunder jersey again, just cause I, I don't really see them making any moves anytime soon.
2: I don't know. Pat Riley might have something up his sleeve. I to say, what's stopping them? Oh. Sam Presti. okay <laughs> <laughs> So it's the problems that they've had. Is it more so on the Thunder organization, or the it more so on Westbrook?
1: It's not on Westbrook at all because he. Yeah, just, I, I feel Westbrook. like he's just doing what he got to do, mm-hmm. but it's definitely with the because they didn't have to accept the trade. Like to for a PG
0: to go to the Clippers, he just demanded it so they didn't have to do that. But, I mean, you know, they wild going on. What else are they gonna do? They weren't winning games, but just PG.
2: My thing with the PG thing is okay, he demanded a trade, and from the reports that they're talking about, they're saying that the Thunder feared that it was gonna be like an AD situation that he'll be an unhappy superstar. But mm-hmm. in the AD situation, he clearly only had one more year left on his contract, so he was gonna shake regardless, right? This George has like three, three contract. <laughs> right. So I don't really see why they were so pressed to make a deal for him that fast when they could have possibly waited it out. I mean, right. they got they got a lot of draft picks, but maybe they could have got a better deal. But who knows? We'll see how it works out in the end.
1: It, it just it's just crazy to me. They just let this man play like they re-signed him last mm-hmm. summer. This man was having what a four-year deal, and then they let him play one year in this man the man in trade, and boom, out. That is, that is that is
0: crazy to me. Hey, change your mind. Be like <laughs> that some days. Nah, that's weird, bro. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's weird.
2: but with the Paul George situation, well, let's switch it back to like Paul George and Kawhi. With them going to the Clippers, do you think that's more of a notion of them not wanting to play with LeBron instead of not wanting to play with the Lakers? Because according to a couple years ago, both of them wanted to play for the Lakers. But now you see that they come to L.A. but
1: chooses to play for the Clippers. It's 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 the LeBron factor most definitely. Like every time everywhere we see LeBron, somebody else is leaving. So like, you know, LeBron go to LA, they lose Luke Walton, mm-hmm. Maddie Johnson. It's just a, a lot of drama. And I I feel like it's not always LeBron's fault that drama kind of circles around his way, but it's always something dramatic going on with LeBron. So it's like, do they really want to deal with that? You know, Kawhi's a quiet person, he don't really get down with the media or just, you know, the antics of drama and stuff. So it's like he wanted to, you know, start his own, and he didn't want to circle himself around, you know, all that negativity. Exactly.
2: I just don't understand where this, like, the notion comes from because LeBron has proven, at least in these latter years of his career, he's proven that he's a guy, he's willing to take a step back if there's someone there that's willing to take take the mantle. And that's exactly yeah. what he's going for A D AD. He was going to be willing to do it for Kawhi. So I don't know. It's just a weird narrative around lebron he's in a situation he can't win but that's for another day but now i got the smoke on my boy josiah <coughs> all right getting off the of nba tilt we're gonna switch to the nfl so Brandon, you were there a couple days ago we were chilling in the Xbox party and we had a debate we had a debate about elite tight ends and the original contest came from josiah asked me did i feel if Ron Kelsey, Robert Gronkowski, the tight end for the New England Patriots, if he were to play on another team or never play with Tom Brady, do I feel he would still be Gronk, like the GOAT Gronk? And I said, no. And I got slandered for it. So I made the point that Gronk playing with another quarterback could be similar to Jimmy Graham's production playing with another quarterback. And I call slander again because apparently Jimmy Graham's not good. So I'm going to start this off with a question. Josiah. In the last 10 years, who do you consider the top elite tight ends? in the last? You can go 10 years, five years, however you want to do it.
0: Let's see. Um, man, 10 years has a large span of tight ends from that time period. Um, let me see. Obviously, we got Gronk up there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back 10 years, I have to put Jimmy Graham, of course, since he did have two of the top seasons as a tight end. So I will put him on that list. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, they have to be in there somewhere. Jordan Reed had an amazing 2015. Uh, for clout, you know, I'm gonna throw in Delaney <laughs> Walker for Brandon. You know how much he wow! Uh, George Kittle, this man has come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much is that right now? Six, seven. Let's add in Antonio Gates. Okay, you guys all remember the old man, he's still going out there. Mm-hmm. Um, who else can we add in here? Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, Jason Kyle. He's also been amazing. Tight end. And Jason Wooden, why not? Let's add in old man Wooden over there, Mr. Wheat Thins. Let's add him in. He was also one of the ten great tight ends, I would say, of this last decade. I would say that.
2: Okay. That's nice. So, I'm going to read off some numbers here. And you tell me if these are elite numbers. Throw it off. Throw it off. This one tight end right here has been in the league a total of five years. Mm Mm-hmm. He has one 1,000 yards uh season, which was 1,163 yards. He put up eight touchdowns that season, and that was in 2018. Okay. After that, his next best seasons are followed by 824 yards, 816, 853, 700, 469. And the touchdowns there are 8, 4, 2, 3, and 4. Yes or no, um, if this is not an elite tight end, by, just by the
0: numbers. I mean, if we're talking about today's tight ends, I would have to say that it's elite now, just because there's not that many elite tight ends at the moment. I would say that put up there. So let me see. Yeah, I'll have to say it's elite right now. So that's elite right now. Okay. Yeah.
2: And let me go back. Okay. I have another one for you. This tight end numbers are he has put up a thousand yards four times. The yep. most he's put up is 1,145 yards. Uh, let's see his touchdowns here is rookie season one, six, six, one, seven, four, two, nine, five, three, eight, five, three, three, five. And let's see his worst numbers would have to be his first season where he put up 347, followed by several years of within the 600 to 700 range. And then probably boost up to the 950, 980 range. Okay. Do you consider this one the league?
0: How many years have you been in the league?
2: Yeah, he's been in the league like quite he's been in the league a minute. He's been in the league a minute.
0: And you say how many thousand-yard seasons? Four. Four?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Why not? I'll give it to him. You give it
2: to him? Okay. I'll give it to
0: him. Yeah.
2: Okay. This tight end has been in the league for about eight years he has posted a thousand yards twice in those eight years his worst season has been 356 his best seasons is 1310 followed by 1215 followed by 923 889 636 605 and the touchdowns here are followed by 5 11 9 16 10 2 10, 2. Not bad. Not
0: bad at all. Eight years.
2: Mm-hmm. Multiple seasons of over ten touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I give it to him. That's some high production.
2: Yeah. Hmm. So what you're telling me is Jimmy Graham's been a elite tight end his whole career. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Whole career now? I didn't say that. That's his whole career. His uh, that 6:36. That's last year. That 9:23. That was two years ago. Hmm, two years ago,
0: almost a thousand hmm. yards. Okay, that's not a bad season for a tight end.
2: Okay. Yep, asked, tight ends I,
0: that year though. You have that up there.
2: Now, uh, who were leading tight ends and what?
0: Uh, let's just say yards for that year.
2: Yards for that year and which year? The year uh, he had two years ago,
0: nine hundred thirty-five, almost a thousand yards. What was the yards that year?
2: Uh, probably. If I had to guess off the top of my head right now, it probably had to be Travis Kelce. Most likely because 2016 Travis Kelsey put up one thousand one hundred and twenty five yards.
0: Travis Kelsey.
2: In twenty sixteen. And that's, that's just, the same uh, year he had
0: the nine hundred and thirty-five, right? So let's for year. just say for argument's sake, let's just say Jimmy Graham was elite. Okay. Is he on the same level as Travis Kelsey or Gronk? It's so on the same level. I mean, they put up different numbers.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we go to Gronk's twenty sixteen. Gronk put up five hundred and four yard, I mean five hundred forty yards in twenty sixteen. So what are we saying here? Is Gronk not on Jimmy Graham's level now?
0: Whoa, whoa! I'm pretty sure Gronk was injured in twenty sixteen. He was, but still. Hey, when a Gronk mm-hmm. has healthy season, we know how much he can do. Yeah, I'm not arguing that he
2: is. uh Should, Rock- I guess you can say
0: reflect the same numbers as Travis Kelsey on a healthy season? I'll say that.
2: Gronk is the goat when healthy. That's no doubt about it. Yeah. My point was from our original argument that if he didn't have Tom Brady, his career would be more similar to a Jimmy Graham's. And, yeah, I tried to shoot Jimmy, Jimmy Graham like he was trash. And I was pointing out he's not trash because by the numbers here, he's been putting up elite numbers by a tight end standard. Not by a receiver standard, a tight
0: end standard. Tight end standards are say he has gone a little bit above and sometimes even beyond. At least two times he's gone beyond. I'll give him that. But there are multiple tight ends in the league today who have gone beyond more than once, more than twice. And Jimmy Grant has only done that twice. He's so in that it. regard, I mean, eight years, you said eight years, only twice a 1,000 yards? That's right? Or is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight years, only two, th- two times a 1,000-yard seasons. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's cool and all. That, that's above your standards. So I'll say, yeah, you're a great tight end. You're even worthy of the name starting tight end. I'll give you that. You are a starting tight end in this league. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you're not up there with Travis Kelsey. You're not Zach Ertz. Night mm-hmm. and I'm George Kittle.
2: I mean so, I mean Zach Ertz only has two thousand yard seasons, and you call Zach Ertz elite.
0: That's true. But the reason I call Zach Ertz is released for a different reason. Receptions wow. does play a lot of get until uh, tight ends, you know, everything a tight end can do from blocking to receiving to everything. Receptions goes into that. And as much as I hate to admit it, Zach Ertz does get open and he is a main target on the Eagles. He does do that job. Jimmy Graham doesn't do that job for anybody, I haven't seen at least. So I mean, yeah, I really haven't seen that of Jimmy Graham. Okay, let's
2: look at my boys' target shares. Then if we shall. Okay, well, actually, let's talk about Zach Earth and Jimmy Graham. Because they came into the league in the same year, and their numbers aren't far off from each other. Their numbers not too far. Like we said, Grock when Healthy is the go. Mm-hmm. So you can't 2013. 2015 was well that was post injury, but he was still putting up numbers. So I'm gonna say healthy Gronk. At 2017, he put up numbers. So like within that span of 2010 to I'll say 2016, Jimmy Graham is not too far off of like I say Gronk number one in that span. I'll say in that span, I'll probably do no, nah, I'm not gonna put Travis Kelsey as number two in that span. I'll probably say Jimmy Graham is debatably number two tight end in that span.
0: Just in that time frame, though. That's what you're talking about.
2: That time frame of when they both been drafted from twenty from twenty well twenty ten to twenty sixteen these last two years have been owned by Travis Kelsey and Zach yeah, Ertz so yeah. I'm not yeah and George Kittle I'm not leaving my man out of that either but I'm saying from the point of them you know, to twenty sixteen before they took over those are debatably the two best tight ends in the league
0: I mean of course but like you said we are not counting Zach Ertz or Travis Kelsey who else was there who else was mm-hmm. there if we're not counting Zach Ertz or Travis Kelsey doing that time uh, I mean who else are we counting
2: I mean, you said Jason Witten.
0: Jason Witten. I mean,
2: it's that's where better than them at that time.
0: Yeah, his production fell off. I'll give you that. But like, who else was a great tight end? We even considered in
2: 2016. I say Zach Ersky is probably numbered. Zach Ersky is definitely behind them in 2016. Mm-hmm. And in 2016, Travis Kelsey is uh probably right up there, too. Actually, Travis Kelsey is number one in 2016. So I say Travis Kelsey, number one, brought two, Jimmy Graham, three. See, and that's this how
0: my- this is my thing with Jimmy Graham. I'm not disrespecting the man at all. Like, I think he's a phenomenal talent. I just mm-hmm. don't think he should be called elite. That's my, that's my problem there. I think elite is reserved for people who can make a difference in a game more than just, like, once or twice, not like an accidental difference. Like, if you mm-hmm. throw me the ball, you know I'm going to take this and get you something that you need. I just right. don't think Jimmy Graham is that player. I'm just going to be honest with that. I mean, the man played with Drew Brees. We all know what Drew Brees is capable of. I mean, look at Michael Thomas. I mean, mm-hmm. look at Brandon Cooks. Even though we said last week Brandon Cooks played for multiple teams, he's a great talent. But I mean, like, look what he does with these type of people. I mean, he elevates talent. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jimmy Graham had some great years. Yes, yes, that's very true. But I think that's also a product of Drew Brees rather than just Jimmy Graham himself.
1: I mean, I understand
2: that completely, and that goes a long way. Like we said, quarterbacks play a large role in the production of a tight end. So with that being said, the targets that Jimmy Graham has been getting definitely dropped after he left New Orleans. And he, he's still doing the most with these targets that he's getting, but they're definitely significantly lower. I say he boosted back up in 2016, back to around his normal, not even close to his normal, but still better than what he did the year before. And his numbers showed it. And then once he got back after that year, his numbers dropped again. And then his first year in Green Bay, his numbers dropped. So it's definitely more of a thing with Jimmy Graham, but he's not getting looked at as much as he did with Drew Brees, more so than Jimmy Graham's talent is not on par with these other tight ends.
0: I would give him the benefit of the doubt if he can prove to me this year. This is supposed to be uh, Aaron Rodgers' great year, as I already predicted from the last stats we did two weeks ago. This is supposed mm-hmm. to be Aaron Rodgers' uh, MVP season. If that is according to what I'm thinking, Jimmy Graham should have a productive year. If he mm-hmm. does not, we can't put that on the quarterback situation. It has to be on Jimmy Graham at that point. But so how, many, like,
2: how many tight ends have really been linked to Aaron Rodgers, though? Zero. Why is that? Like, why do you, why does he not target tight ends that much?
0: To be honest, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, when we think about this, though, I mean, the Green Bay system, they've, they've been running for years. You know, they had one coach the entire time mm-hmm. until, like, recently last year. Maybe yeah. he didn't really use tight ends. I mean, I remember for a long time the Jets didn't use tight ends. We recently just started using tight ends. So, I mean, I guess there's some systems that just don't work in tight ends the way they're supposed to be used. So, I mean, that could have been a factor of it last season. We really don't know. But let's see what happens if there's a change this year. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt.
2: Okay, so my last question. Do you think Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz, they've been on one team their whole career so far. Do you think if they change teams in a situation like Jimmy Graham, do you think their numbers stay the same as they are right now in the schemes that they're in, or do you think there will be a shift in their numbers?
0: I want to say yes. Mostly just because, like, when I say elite, I'm gonna say it again. I believe you're a phenomenal talent, which means no matter where you go, that talent's still gonna be there. Mm-hmm. So I believe it doesn't matter who's throwing these guys the balls; like they're still gonna put up that numbers. They're still gonna do what they have to do and get these first downs, get these blocks, do whatever they have to do to win the game. So yeah, mm-hmm.
2: we'll we'll agree to disagree on that one for right now. We'll we'll pick on back up on that point in the Xbox party one day. But for the sake of time, we're gonna kick this back to the boy Brando with the topics of the day.
1: All right, for this segment of our popular topics, we're going to give a big shout out to all the Disney fans, because we lost a true talent in Cameron Boyce um, this past weekend, uh, or these few days. Uh, I know he was in a few. He was in Our Descendants. That was like a dope uh, like a, what was it, like a a Disney original film that they Mm -hmm. started, and I think they had like three of those films, and he was also on that show, Jesse. So it's just like a little surreal when we see like, you know, celebrities that we you know, grew up on, even though he was a little bit af- like after our time with Disney Channel. But you know, we want to give a big out, a big, you know, love and support to all his fans and of course his family. You know, may he rest in peace. Yes, um, we're gonna do a little another segment I got called Quick Reacts. We all seen Stranger Things and Spider Man these past few days, so Boy. you know, we this is a spoiler free zone, so we're not gonna give too much information out. Man, they had a win. They had a week. <laughs> no, nah, we, we can't do that. We can't do that. We're we 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 gonna give them one more week, Chris. We're we gonna, gonna give them, them one more. more.
0: Man, so no, we're we gonna start
1: off with strange. We're gonna start off with Spider-Man since we saw that first. So, how did we feel about Spider-Man and you know the end the ending and you know everything that went on in Spider-Man?
2: This movie is a must see for any Marvel fan. You don't even really have you can just be somebody that just likes Spider-Man, you don't even have to like the MCU. This is a must-see movie. This movie was perfect from beginning to end, accurate, very just the scenes with Mysterio really felt like you was looking at a comic book or a cartoon. It was it was just great, man.
0: Movie was just t- 10 stars for me. 10. <laughs> <laughs> 10. See, I'm gonna be a little bit biased here, but that's mostly just because like I expected a little bit more. Like Chris was saying, it was a great movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it immediately. But like there was some things I was expecting out this movie, like you know, like we talked about, um, what was it, like a week or two ago, about the DCU. I mean, after uh, DCU, the MCU working in other heroes, you know, multiverse theory, all this other stuff coming out, and that didn't happen. They kind of like teased it at the beginning. They were like, yeah, yeah, this is the guy that's from a different universe, and then towards the end, you're like, yeah, no, he's not. So I mean, like. I, I loved the movie. It was great, but it's like, I feel well, like damn. But
1: we ain't getting
0: spoiled. I said this is a spoiler-free
1: zone. That's not what spoiler. are you doing?
0: That is not a spoiler. You want some real spoilers? Tune in next week. I got you. But okay. my point here is, is basically, they didn't give me exactly what I thought it was gonna be. But I mean, ending credits for Fire. Y'all haven't seen it? Go see it. It's an amazing movie. You told
1: uh, me. <laughs> All right. I'm on the flip side of both of y'all. This was the Ant Man. Spider Man, this was the Ragnarok, and I didn't really like Ragnarok that much. Or should I say the the the, the other the second Thor film? What was that? Dark World, something
0: like that. I just called Thor Two, cause that's yeah. It was?
1: it was it wasn't that great. Like I feel like they just needed like to end slash begin the new um the new phase that they're doing so i i enjoyed all the the cinematics and all the different um special effects they use with mysterio's powers and all that stuff but mm-hmm. i didn't really enjoy it as a whole but i did enjoy the last 15 minutes don't get i'm like that was probably the best part of the film in my opinion nice. seeing some familiar faces you know no spoilers when i'm talking <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah for sure all right so we're gonna throw sort over of the stranger things Oh. So gonna, this one a lot. Nah, we still can't because it's been less than a week. First off, all, people have Netflix. This is not something yeah. you gotta pay to go see. You pay your ten dollars a month to stay at home and watch it. Yo, I got people that say they busy, so I'm gonna give them benefit out of the doubt. It's, it's on your phone.
2: we gotta we
1: gotta give <laughs> I'm weak. Okay. We gotta give them benefit of the doubt. But I'm saying I'm gonna start off sick with this one since so this is you know one of my favorite shows of all time. It was a tearjerker to say the least, man. I am st- I I'm I hurt. usually rewatch Stranger Things over and over. I haven't like yet. A- after I'm done, but I-, I don't think I can do it do with this one. I just I can't live through the pain.
0: So <laughs> that's
1: all that's all I can say with that one. But it was overall it was a great season. Um, a lot of character development. I'm already ready for season four. So, yeah. Who who's your favorite character this season? Yo, it's weird because I like how in every season they changed like the main characters. Because yeah. obviously in the first season it was like Joyce Hopper and Eleven as the main characters. In the second season it was focused on Will and his return and a little bit more character development out of Nancy and Jonathan. Yeah. This one it was like kind of spread out. I feel like it was mostly centered around um, was Steve Harrington and uh, Rob Robin. Yeah. Yeah, so like I'd cool. have to say probably one of them, or I I really like the the doctor dude that uh you know that the the whole conspiracy theorist guy. I like his yeah. character. lot. Like. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't really get much out of Eleven, but I feel like that was the whole point of this season.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, next seat. Uh, my favorite character this season is actually not a main character. Well, he became a main character towards the end, but he was still pretty much a sidekick. But the Russian that they that hop. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right,
0: all right. All right. Just say the Russian.
2: The Russian. there's no Just know he's a great character, funny guy, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's a tear joker. Just know that it's a tear joker.
0: And since we're doing favorite characters, I would say mine has to be Jim. Like, that man, that man had me, man, the entire show. Yeah. Like, he he really developed here, and uh, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Well, while we still talking about shows then, let's talk about some remakes. There's been a lot of remakes going on, especially with Disney. So right. let me ask y'all a question first. Should there even be remakes going on still?
2: First of all, this Lion King remake, it's going to do numbers. It's going to be dope. I think it's going to be a great film. I do have some questions about it, but I'm going to go see it first just to make sure if my questions are answered or not. But I do think it's going to be a great movie overall. Some of this other stuff I'm not really too high on. I heard Aladdin was a great movie. I heard that Will Smith kind of tried too hard in some areas, but it was still good. But, I
1: mean,
2: get your money, Disney. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> if the people want remakes, give them remakes. I don't really see a problem with it, unless they just disrespecting cultures out here. With them, then I'm all- mm,
1: Okay, so remakes as a whole, like they technically have to be done to renew rights, which is you know a money grab, but it's all right. business. Yeah. So. You know after so many years like uh domains get lost so they have to either renew it or sell it to somebody else so that's why remakes are getting done like so frequently nowadays um i don't really so far with the ones i've seen i've seen beauty and the beast i've seen aladdin i wasn't really diehard fans of those to begin with so like i guess that's why they didn't really bother me but <laughs> mulan is coming mulan is coming and that is a soft spot that Disney better not mess up. Like I, I need you about Eddie. Murphy, I need Eddie Murphy to yeah. be prized as Mushu. If I not, my did. feelings might be hurt.
2: I but, did see an article saying that they were doing the Mulan movie. How they were doing it like with no Mushu or anything was pretty much to respect like Chinese culture and everything. So if that is true, I can't. I, can I
1: can't. I can't be mad at that. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mushu played a big part in the whole film. So that hurts. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that hurts. They might replace it with something else or someone else. going to be a
0: stick. (laughs) Stop it. it. Hey, like you said, Disney gets your money. So, I mean, I don't really got a problem with remakes that much, to be honest with you. See, this is what my problem is with remakes. I feel like they come in too often. Like, Like, these are the originals. You know, like we watched these growing up as kids. Like, these are things that, like, were shaped time no matter how long or how far they've been played. I get that. But I feel like they've been releasing it way too often. I mean, like, we just had Aladdin like a month ago, and now we're getting Lion King. Next, we're going to get Mulan. <laughs> like, I mean, you're going to run out of remakes eventually if you keep releasing them this fast. I feel like it should have been spread out at least years apart, at least. Well, I think right now Disney's just
1: doing like this time period of remakes before they start releasing all their like original stuff again. Cause you know, we're getting Frozen 2 in about like a, a whoa, is it coming this winter? Hold up. I don't know. We get in Frozen Two sometime soon, but I think it's like I think Disney Disney's always up to something, which is why like Disney's like my biggest hero and my biggest villain at the same time because like they're going to get my money regardless, but they always have these schemes. (laughs) So I don't know. They they always have you know their ways of doing things, which is you know kind of the Disney formula.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. So here's some other questions we have for y'all. So some people have asked us, and we are here to answer. So first question we are answering right now. How good is Captain America really? Is this man actually essential to win any battles, period? Do we actually need him to fight in any type of form?
1: Depends and which one we're talking about. If we're talking about MCU cap, if that's we're,
0: talking exactly about what we're talking about MCU. comic book cap. Oh. That's <laughs> comic book cap. We can throw hands. I already knew that mcu cap that it's not the same situation that man is clearly human his best power is running
2: <laughs> wow look um he makes a great leader Time's okay up. almost
0: yeah um, who else makes a great leader anyone who has powers not true that's not true, true at all not true hey, if you have a big stick and you can wave it man wave it That's <laughs> all you gotta do pause but nah
1: (laughs) (laughs) nah i mean
2: he ain't no tony stark but i mean he has his usefulness in areas he
0: he do whoop ass so he rarely loses a fight he do do a lot of running the the man loses fights against people who are stronger than him which is an obvious statement but i mean like who isn't really stronger than captain america man he was this to man fights soldiers. That's pretty much the limit of him running hands is against soldiers. Like, his biggest threat was Winter Soldier. Come on, man. Well, I mean, he's showing some now that he's worthy, so... I mean, yeah, it's nice and all. He worried to wear the hammer. I mean, the hammer, the same hammer that, you know, that didn't help kill Thanos. So, I mean, yeah, I guess. Come on, man. He was in aim for the head. Come on, dog. Chill. And that didn't work either. So, I mean, if you had... Everybody, literally the most powerful people in Marvel fought against Thanos and lost. What is Captain America about to do? I don't care. I mean, when you think about it, there's a lot of duplicates. Like, in a sense, like, who
1: Black Panther and Captain America have similarities. They both have some form of super soldier serum.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, you know, Black Panther is more lit, in my opinion.
0: Or, I still use you know, him over there. Cap any day. But why? I mean, I feel like he is more in the arsenal. Besides, like, having all the tech and money and power behind him, you know, like, the suit itself is stronger than Captain America by himself. It's made out of vibranium just like Cap's shield. Yeah, like, exactly what you just said. Just like Cap's shield. You you see what I'm saying? Just like Cap's shield. That's the only thing he got going for him, his shield. What happens if you throw that mug? It's going to hurt. Yeah, you ain't getting it back, though. (laughs)
2: You You, you Uh,
0: You ain't using it again. So what you gonna do after that? Run? All
1: right.
0: So the synopsis of this story
1: is, folks, Josiah don't like Captain America like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, man. There's more useful people in the MCU. All
1: right.
0: He, he, He does his job. That's all I want to say. He does his job. Continuing on for question two, that we have What TV show universe would y'all like to live
2: in? You know, your boy going to the Arrowverse with the quickness. You already know. If I had probably to pick really a show, it'll probably be between. I don't know. I don't think I can be on Arrow, bro. Somebody die every season.
0: Yeah, you might be it.
2: <laughs> on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go. I'll probably be on Flash or Legends of Tomorrow. I'm all I'm with the time travel stuff and I'm a big fan of it. So I'll definitely probably be on one of those two shows.
1: What about you, be rock? Uh see, you know, everybody probably think I would say stranger things, but no, nah, that's that's too wild. I, I wish, wish I was born. I wish I was born in the eighties, but like there's some wild stuff going on in uh the town that they live in. <laughs> uh mm, I don't know for real. I watched a show called Grownish on ABC where it's like, you know, like a college show. It's kind of corny, no. but I feel like I don't feel really well in that show. It's not like your stereotypical, you know, choice, but I'll be in Grownish just for the heck of
0: it, just for just for shits and giggles. See, for me, I would love to be in a superhero TV show, but like Chris said, I feel like too much stuff goes down. Like, especially living like in the Arrow versus the Flash universe. I mean, you know, somebody about to wreck up that timeline. I, I don't want to have to deal with that at all. I want to live a peaceful life. So honestly, I'm going to take it back and say I want to be in France. Because the worst thing that happened is Chandler did something. I mean, I'm okay with that. I can live with yeah. that in my life.
1: See, oh, that's man. why I picked Greenwich. It's chill. Shoot, Yara Shahidi lived there. Shoot, uh, Bailey, or, you know, the, the girl that played as Ariel now. And her oh, is yeah. there. So I'm chilling. I'm chilling. That's,
0: that's a good life. I can do it
2: good. <laughs> nah, bro. I'm a nerd, dog. I need all the action. I need to find out how that time travel stuff works. Like, hey, yo, Barry. We need to go back to tomorrow real quick. I messed oh, up. Oh, so you need going to you. well,
0: gonna love question three, then. So what superhero or character would you want to be your sidekick?
2: Hmm, it can be, like, a main superhero. Or do it have to be, like, a sidekick? Anybody.
0: Like a sidekick. It could be a main superhero or anybody.
2: I would say Batman, but that man kind of dark. And by kind of, I mean, <laughs> and by a lot, I mean, hella. So... <laughs>
0: You want to go out tonight, Bruce? No, my family. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm, I'm going to have to go with Flash. Like, even if it's not the Arrowverse version of Flash, like, he's still, like, a comical-type character, you know? Yeah. But I could definitely kick him with Flash,
1: bro.
0: I feel that. What about you, be up?
1: I, I got a dual answer. Either I got to go with my boy Miles Morales. Ooh, okay. Or I got to go with Nightcrawler. Because Nightcrawler is, first of all, that's my second favorite Marvel character you know, first off, to Wolverine. I definitely don't want Wolverine as my sidekick because he'll probably, you know, have a problem with that. So I definitely got to choose, like, Carlo, just because his backstory, his powers.
0: Mm. Um, You know, he just he's a kid, so he's yeah. lit. <laughs> See, for me, I'm picking Cisco, bro. I got you. That man yes. provides comic relief. He can build you <laughs> any tech you need. The man's a scientist, and he can build your portal to any earth or any place you want to go hey. what else you need in the psychic
2: if anyone if you don't know who cisco ramon is i advise all of you to go to netflix right now go to the flash click season one episode one and enjoy the rest of your day
0: and as chris was saying earlier that means you can watch it at work because apparently i don't do nothing
2: you can watch it at wow, <laughs> wow
0: we're about, about to lose all viewership course. because
1: of y'all y'all your wallet
2: wait wait <laughs> Wait, wait. Before before we cut this, we said superhero or character, so it can be anybody, right? Yeah. Oh no, I'm rocking with Anakin Skywalker. Man.
0: Never mind. <laughs> wait a minute. You All want right. Anakin as your sidekick? Oh, rocking with Anakin, bro. Rocking oh, with. Yeah, we Obi Wan. Yeah, that's why we're gonna be on the dark side. Oh, so you just gonna join him?
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely join.
0: If I'm gonna, so, ladies I, and gentlemen,
2: if I was there, I would definitely join the dark side. Only in the Star Wars universe, though.
0: <laughs> and that's how Chris will run the franchise. It's gonna be one. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that
1: wants to say that, bro. It's the winning side. <laughs> well, we definitely know who the villain of the podcast is. Everybody is uh Chris Duke Insanity goes by many names. Dark, dark Duke Insanity.
2: <laughs> Yo, boy, you know, I'll take the villain role. It's whatever. But now I think it's time to wrap it up, boys. Let's roll Throw Josiah. Bring the hook in
0: i got this thanks to everyone who joined us in for the show this week don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast spread the word and tell everybody follow us on instagram at rogue Ones underscore podcast if you have any questions inbox us don't be afraid to ask it doesn't have to be just about sports or tv or music related like our cover up follow our editor at bobby king 413 on twitter and don't miss friday for our weekly gaming sessions at 6 p.m central time you can tune in for free on the link provided on instagram talk next week your, your episode
1: three Three rings, we like our chips with a
0: dip. Let's get it!